Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Hello, JJ. Good morning. That is some Christmas sweater. Yes, it is my ugliest Christmas sweater I own. Wait, wait, you mean you've got more than one Christmas sweater? Of, cor- of course. Oh my gosh. Okay, listeners. It's Christmas time, and if you if you wear the same sweater over and over, you look like a crazy person. I see. So, so, so I have five <laughs> different ugly Christmas sweaters, so well, I don't look crazy. You don't look crazy at all. <laughs> the, this snowman sweater is um, it is an epic. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, yes, he's backing up, folks. There are, uh, there are, all sorts of. There are trees. There's a Santa in the very middle, right around his chest, and <laughs> there are elves holding very large <laughs> snowflakes at the bottom. Well, wow, you are quite the festive guy. Well, I wanted to be in the Christmas mood. If yes. we're going to talk about. Christmas and the holidays. Yes, and I'm a little <laughs> sad because you guys, I also got the kibosh. I had a very large candle the size of a dinner plate that instead of having regular wicks has these little wooden ones, so it sounds like a fire. And JJ uh, the crackling fire. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's a good one. He suggested that might be a little loud <laughs> and annoying. <laughs> And the fire department. The entire podcast would sound like your house is like slowly burning down or something. The fire department would be here and we wouldn't get to finish our podcast. That would be very sad. Well, I am so happy today because we are talking about the holiday Christmas. Mm -hmm. And for all of our friends that are not Christian, the holiday season that you celebrate as well. And there's just been so much yuck in the world that we just thought it'd be really fun to talk about. What Christmas talk about the really, holidays. Yeah, to talk right? about the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I agree. You know, we don't celebrate like a classic Christian Christmas at our house. You don't? But nope. <laughs> I mean. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, not, you know, even without that, there's there's a whole feeling around that time of year. right around winter time and um getting together and doing just different activities and the new year coming you know it's just a a fun time it is and and a lot of times you know people focus on the stress and the negativity of the holidays however i think that christmas you know and especially this year we don't know what's you know, what's happening. There's all sorts of things going on in the world that can make it very stressful, right? And I think it is really uh, important to recognize that Christmas is actually a feeling. Mm-hmm. And it is it is uh, a feeling that is wrapped around every family's traditions or not non-traditions. Yep. Yep. But Christmas is really a feeling inside that we can cultivate. Whether we are alone, whether we are with immediate family, or whether we are with legions of people, it's a feeling. Yeah, yeah I like I like the way you phrase that because, um, you know, especially this year, Christmas's holiday traditions are going to be different. Yeah, 
right? Like we yeah, just, they're just weird. We just, they're just going to be different. I mean, it's been different. It's been weird all year. So yeah. why would, <laughs> why would this week be any different? Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, but just like, I like the idea that like we cultivate the feeling, right? No yeah. matter what the circumstances, we are still trying to cultivate a feeling. Yeah. So before this podcast, when I woke up this morning, I always wake up way earlier than I want to. And I just was laying in bed and I was thinking about Christmas's past. And I was thinking that Christmas always started as a, because I'm an only child. And while you have non-traditional Christian Christmas, mm-hmm. my family, the family business is ministry. <laughs> so, so my grandparents were both ordained ministers and for much of my childhood, they shared a church. They co-pastored a church. Mm. So Christmas was spent in church. So that's like uh, that's like the big workload <laughs> yes. season for your that's, family, that's right? Exactly that's that's right. the harvest, right? That that's is, the... <laughs> yeah, it's the farming season harvest. That's exactly what it is. And it would start with you know, when I got a little older and I played an instrument and my grandma would ask, do you want to play Silent Night on your flute? And I was nine and I was so scared, but I was so proud that mm. I was asked to, you know, stand up in front of church and play my flute. And those poor, poor people, because <laughs> when I first started playing the flute, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> but they all were attentive and acted like it was the Messiah music with, the, you know, the Boston Orchestra. <laughs> That's awesome. That's kind of like even part part of that time, right? Just being very gracious yeah. with others, right? <laughs> yes, right? It's a feeling. It is a feeling. I remember a particular Christmas Eve service. Now, Christmas Eve services, uh, my grandparents were um, United Church of Christ, so that would be like a Protestant congregational church, Mm. and they would do a children's time in the middle of the service. So my grandpa had all the kids come up, and, and he loved children. He was just like the Pied Piper for children. And they were all sitting around him. And one Christmas Eve, um, a little kid, while my grandpa was trying to tell the Christmas story to the kids, this little kid leaned over and saw his hearing aid. And he said, Mm. what's that in your ear? And my grandpa's mic'd up and he says, "It's I I eat a lot of walnuts. It's a walnut. What? (laughs) And, And the kid looked at him sort of confused. And then my grandpa started to keep going on with the story. And the little kid leaned over and said, you should eat peanuts. (laughs) that's funny (laughs) but yes christmas eve like in our house and i i'd love to hear what your your childhood experiences were but christmas eve in our house never started until 11 o'clock at night at night oh my and i'm I'm an only child so (laughs) um used to not going to bed at 11 but going to bed at eight yeah so just like trying to stay awake and the enthusiasm warring with the exhaustion mm. <laughs> and the anticipation. <laughs> oh. oh, that's awesome. Yeah, for, for most of my childhood, we on Christmas Eve would always go to my aunt and uncle's house, Romilly and Harley's, and uh, <laughs> they had three 
kids, so my cousins, but they were all a little bit older. So I think they're probably like 10 or 15 years older than I am. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe not quite that much, maybe 10. So, but it was always like a lot of people in their fairly small house, right? <laughs> yeah. And we would always go in the basement and, you know, I, my brother and I would have been like the little kids, right? The eight, nine, 10 year olds. Right. And then my cousins would be in like their late teens. So they were like the coolest kids oh, ever. Right. Absolutely. Right? Right. And it was so awesome to go hang out with them because they were into such awesome stuff like <laughs> cars and skiing and and uh, and it was a blast. And we just we would always just wrestle out around with them. Yeah. Um, they would they would joke that that Aaron and I had monkey tails. And so <laughs> they'd always be like grabbing our monkey tails and we'd wrestle <laughs> around with them. But the thing I always remember uh, about that is it got so hot in their basement yes. when like, <laughs> it was like 30 people and the kids are all wrestling and running around right and it must have been 105 degrees down there <laughs> it's like sweating all you know <laughs> but that was just kind of again part of the feeling right it was yeah. really uh really cozy yeah you know right really cozy um, yep and then we'd oh. open their basement door, you know, in the middle of winter in Minnesota, and that like, t you know, ten degree cold air would mix in with that super hot basement air. And you were all wet and sweaty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. I can just visualize that. I remember those days too. Oh, that is so, so awesome. And I I remember one year we were opening gifts and you know we didn't have a lot of money and we didn't care about that it wasn't a thing right we just we didn't get big extravagant extravagant gifts for for i didn't get extravagant gifts and our family wasn't a, in a habit of that anyway but there was one particular christmas that i was teased about forever after and i think i must have been 6 or 5 5 or 6 and every single gift that i opened I would exclaim in the exact same way, oh, just what I always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I had seen that on a commercial or a show or something, but I just thought that was the thing to say that year. <laughs> like uh, like you were one of those like pull string dolls, right? <laughs> yeah, you just say exactly. like the same thing over and over. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. So then, you know, um, and then every year when we would leave my grandparents' house, they lived in southern Minnesota in a little town called Medford, which was no bigger than a minute. It had a church and a gas station, and that was about it. Mm. And um, and when we would leave, I would sob. I would sob and cry all the way past Faribault, which was over 30 mm -hmm. minutes away because I just did not want to leave them, and I did not want to leave the feeling of Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, the after, I mean, I'm sure after your super late night Christmases, you're exhausted <laughs> the next day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about, like, what about with now, with your kids, with your older, your, your kids are older yeah. now, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. How is... Mm -hmm. Like, how is Christmas and the holidays changing for you as your kids, like, yeah. have become older? Yeah. Well, you know, it's actually interesting that you're asking that because 
in this, you know, Christmas past and feelings thought process I was going through this morning, I started to think about how I felt when I was their age, when mm -hmm. I was in my early 20s, because when I was in my early 20s, I lived, um, I already lived on my own. I had an apartment, I was working, mm. and um, I didn't have any money because I insisted on having a really nice apartment. <laughs> so I had mm -hmm. no money left. Um, and so I would really try to recreate Christmas by myself through feelings, um, watching shows, Christmas shows mm -hmm. that would elicit that, playing Christmas music, baking, making little Christmas crafts, you know. Mm. Um, so when I was in my early 20s, that's how I spent my time. But yeah, it's a really different world with my kids that are in their early 20s. So when your kids were younger, like... Did you, do you, did you have similar traditions as you did when you were a kid? Uh, I tried to, yeah. I, I made <laughs> Christmas, and I still do. It's a really big deal for me. Um, and again, I think, I think that the really, if I'm really honest, I think that the feeling is more exciting for me. The feelings of anticipation, the feelings of, the wonder of the season, mm. what is possible in the season, makes me go absolutely nuts around my house at Christmas. <laughs> and my kids in their early 20s um, are kind of swept up in it. You know, mm. they, they get sort of swept up in it. Like for example, it is not unusual for me to bake like 90 to 100 dozen cookies. Wait, I got to do the math. I got to get a calculator night. <laughs> uh-huh that's true like i make probably 12 or 13 kinds and i make candy and you know, caramels and bars and crazy so the kids expect that they're gonna you know the minute they walk in the door start eating there's gonna, gonna be 1200 cookies and candies to eat <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, yeah how about you what do you guys do well, I mean, we have a pretty low-key holiday. Um, we usually like, uh, well, we actually still went to my aunt and uncle's house mm. um, until just a few years ago, which is kind of amazing. Once they, my uncle passed away a few years ago and my aunt um, you know, moved out of the house. But what was awesome is when you know, when I was a kid, my older cousins were around. Well, then they all had kids, oh, and so right. then I was like the older, the cool older, you know, like person oh, you in their life. Got to take that role. I got to take that role, which was so awesome. It was so fun. Um, and then now all those kids are like, you know, in their twenties. Yeah. Maybe even the thirties. I don't know. It's yeah. it, it's crazy how time flies. Um, but yeah, we still did Chris, Christmas Eve with um, over at my aunt and uncle's house for, mm -hmm. for a long time. Um, and then our kids went and, you know, my second cousins, I guess that would be, would play. So we just had this whole generational sort of like cycle happening for a really long time. Yeah. Um, but nowadays, like, um, we alternate our Christmases, right? Like, because my in-laws live out in Wisconsin, so... Yeah, like a lot of families um, do. Every other year, we go out to Wisconsin, and um, 
my mother-in-law, she really likes Christmas. And actually, more than maybe Christmas Day, I think she really likes preparing for Christmas. Yeah, no, but so, that's the thing. It's the it's feeling. Great. There it is again. Yep. It's the feeling of it's anticipating. It's like months ahead of time. It's <laughs> like, what do the kids want for Christmas? And we're like, it's June. I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my laughs> what do you guys want to eat? Helen, it's only September. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, fine. So I'm going to She has got... <laughs> she's so got like months of Christmas before before it actually happens mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and then it's it's fun she does a great job we have a nice meal um, kids do presents and then um, really what's funny is we're not I would say we're probably a little more strict with screen time yeah in our normal day-to-day -day. but I think for our kids Probably what they're going to remember is just like an entire four days of nonstop like video games and watching TV. <laughs> Actually, wasn't it Christmas? Wasn't it the Christmas holiday a couple of years ago that you made that whole ice igloo in the backyard? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Christmas time for me, the holiday is really mostly about snow and how yes. much snow there is. My <laughs> my Christmas feeling is directly correlated to the um, number of inches of snow we have. <laughs> or what you can reproduce in your backyard if it isn't, if it isn't to your standard. When, when we, uh, one of the years we were here, um, our, my parents, I think, were in Florida. We didn't have any. You know, we were just here, like, just the five of us, um, kind of on our own uh, one year, and... Our neighbors always had a little Christmas get together, and they always invite us over, which is which is cool. And that particular year, we had a lot of snow, and it was snowing on Christmas Eve. Oh. And I had spent like an obscene amount of time <laughs> snow blowing our entire backyard <laughs> into a gigantic sledding luge. <laughs> Right. And it was like twisty and turny and long. And I iced it like this is a pro tip for any of you listeners out there. If you really want your kids sledding hills to be awesome. Oh, my God. You got to like get the snowblower involved. You got to get your hose out and you got to like ice it and shape it and sculpt it. And it becomes amazing. Anyway. And wear helmets. Please wear helmets. Good God. It's fine. <laughs> Don't need helmets. But that oh year, the sledding, the, the sledding luge was unbelievably awesome. And it was, <laughs> and it was gently snowing. And like all these people from the neighbor's house spent the entire evening oh. sledding. And wow. it was it was magical. It was just everyone wow. was having a blast. It was beautiful out. You know, wow. the snow was falling. You yeah. had like the glow of all of the lights. You know, one of the, one of the things I really like about the season is the lights. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that sounds kind of silly, but like I really love I how too. the lights glow in the evening and different yeah. parts you know like the scenery is just kind of lit up different than normal yeah. and it's yeah. it's always really eye-catching yeah do you know uh two winters ago right before christmas i went down to marco island where my one of my best friends lives and 
they had scooters and the mm. two of us got on scooters and drove around the island to see people's lights. So even, and it was such a surreal, weird thing to be doing because there's palm trees and huge decorations in yards of Santa on their sleigh. Full, there was one yard that had full-size reindeer what? <laughs> and a sleigh. Uh, <laughs> and there were literally thousands of lights, like thousands of lights. It was so cool. <laughs> if if everyone's not gathering, you know, we're up in Minnesota, so yeah. our Christmas I've always lived in Minnesota, so our Christmases are always cold yeah. and snowy. Yeah. Um or at I'm least sure we a, hope they are. We always want I'm them sure to be for sure. I'm sure a Floridian Christmas is much different than Yeah. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> our is. Experience. But you know what? They recreate the feeling with the things that they have around them. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just thinking it's feels unfair with the Christmas light thing if you live in Florida because you can just be out there in like nice weather you know intricately putting your Christmas lights up for us people <laughs> in, in Minnesota shorts. like yeah like yeah. you have to get out there you have to put them out before Run. your fingers freeze <laughs> Run. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of services in Minneapolis that will start putting lights in before Thanksgiving in anticipation of it being too cold and snowy to put them in later. This uh, year I missed our perfect like temper. Yes, you did. Like our weather and now I'm now I had to put the Christmas lights up in the freezing cold. Well, but hey, I did it anyway. And oh, I was going to say if you haven't done it yet, I bet you that sweater you've got on is pretty yeah. darn warm. <laughs> I like how the uh, snowmen, by the way, have a little, the hat is a little jaunty. It's a little off oh, to the yeah. side a little. And I noticed yeah. that the, um, the the buttons are quite square. Yeah, it's not a very well-made sweater. Oh, no, I would, con I, I, au contraire, <laughs> I think it's a beautifully made sweater. It's very detailed. <laughs> so the other thing, when I think about Christmas feeling, yeah. Right. Um, there is so many things around the holiday season that you, you know, we, we've been talking about like how past Christmases have felt. Right. Mm -hmm. And we probably, at least I do generally remember the good things and kind of like forget about the things that maybe were terrible. Yeah. Like when I was 12 and I didn't get a Nintendo. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Mitch wanted a bike and he got a John Deere bike and he was so embarrassed. <laughs> he was like, what is that? I can't ride that. <laughs> uh, is part of the fun tormenting children? Because I kind of, as a parent, personally find it a little bit satisfying. <laughs> One year, when the boys were younger, we told them that they could open an early Christmas present. Yeah. And they were like so excited because all the presents were out. And they could, and then we said, yep, you can open this one. And uh, we wrapped up like old cans of soup. <laughs> and they're like super, what's this? You <laughs> gave us soup? You can't do that. <laughs> um, but just the idea like, like we have a lot of expectations, right? Even yeah, like remembering do. our past, like, hey, let's recreate this, uh, this, you know, feeling or traditions from Christmas past. And then we kind of put like some pressure and anxiety yeah. on yeah, ourselves, yeah. right? Yeah. 
And when you talk about Christmas as a feeling, I just think we should remember like a lot of that feeling can be controlled by us, right? It's just totally. how we're framing things, totally. how we're setting expectations around things. Yeah. yeah, right, for sure. You know, for for a little while, I kind of like felt like our Christmases weren't, you know, they they weren't really big events, and I was like, should this be a bigger deal? Other people have do all this stuff. And I kind of felt bad about mm. it, right? Yeah. But but we just do things like our way, like it's okay. Yes. You know, like we'll have our own way of of going about the holiday season. You know, though, I'm also going to say something that um, Christmas is past, you know, there because I've lost both my grandparents now. And um, there have been usually one time in every season, every Christmas season, I will turn all the lights off in the house. I put on just the Christmas tree lights. And I sit on the couch in the dark and I just remember all of the Christmases mm. from my past. And there, very often there's lots of tears, but it isn't just sad. It's also beautiful. Like mm-hmm. just knowing the whole history of my life and what I've gotten to experience and the people that I have loved that have gone on, the people that I love that are still here. I mean, that those feelings are so valuable because that depth of sadness is also a measure of the depth of happiness because mm-hmm. they're always an equal measure. And I, I, I just feel very grateful that I've been able to have people in my life that I have loved so deeply that it's a big hole when they're not here. Yeah. And I think that's also part of the tradition is remembering where you came from, remembering and yes, we all have skeletons. We've all got stuff we could focus on that isn't favorable. However, um, it is really nice to recreate those good feelings inside as a measurement of the love that you've had in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great thing for everyone to remember. Yeah. Well, and go with the flow, right? Just go uh, with the flow. <laughs> and if it gets too harsh, go out and get a pair of those moose mugs like in Christmas vacation and <laughs> drink Fill some up eggnog. Your eggnog and <laughs> <laughs> well, a very merry Christmas and happy holidays and yes, everything and, to you. Yes, and enjoy all of your Christmas and holiday feels. We hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.